In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 164th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons on a short week are getting ready for an invasion by the New Orleans Saints who come to town in a ticked-off mood since the Falcons beat them 26-9 three weeks ago on November the 10th. Since the Saints have won two games to improve to 9-2, the Falcons won one more after that against Carolina, then dropped a disappointing 35-22 loss to Tampa Bay on Sunday. So we're going to get right to it this week on a short week. We got Sean Payton. We're going to look at the series records. Listen to some uh, Ben Kawika, the uh, special teams coordinator, and then look at the uh, numbers and the matchup of this game. But let's get right to Coach Sean Payton of New Orleans Saints. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing we're doing well, Coach Payton. Um, Hey, just short week here. What are some of the keys heading into this game as, uh, you know, with, with the Falcons? Well, I think always it's, it's the recovery element. And, pardon my voice, but, you know, being able to put in your plan, most of it's done via walkthrough, and then really, you know, you're in a race to, to recover from, from last weekend's game. So, already and, and uh, you know, a divisional opponent, you're familiar with the personnel and it's just the change-ups that you want to incorporate relative to your scheme. And uh, yeah, Coach, just uh, went back and looked at that game and the, the outlier looked like they were able to run the ball, um, you know, uh, against you guys. You got the number three run defense. How do you all try to make sure that that defense shows up Sunday or Thursday night? I'm sorry. Fair question. I, I think, you know, uh, they ran it well. The time of possession was in their favor. Their third down numbers were in their favor. Uh, you know, every key component to winning games the only thing that tilted in our favor is we had one turnover and, and we had one takeaway and, and still lost the game but Atlanta did so many things well in that game and, and we didn't uh, we didn't do well enough so it seemed like time of possession um, all of the all of the things that, that you preach you know uh, we've got to get cleaned up and, and work to uh, correct. Uh, how are you, how's your line? I saw Armstrong and Clap on the estimated injury reports yesterday. Yeah, listen, I think we're going to be all right. Um, Armstead, you know, is, is is quickly trying to rehab. Um, Clap will, will be ready to go. Um, but hey, it's a short week though, so you know that, that that gets back to what I was saying. You know, guys are getting treatment. They're here at the facility. Uh, trying to get 
get their bodies ready. And uh, Marshawn, you know, that's a big playmaker for you if he can make it to the game. It's been some some years since you know you've been in this rivalry. But what are you? Uh, you know, it signals usually close games. No matter who's going for the playoffs or who's uh, you know just playing for pride. Uh, what, what's your take on the uh, Saints Falcons rivalry? I haven't been in it for a while. Well, I think it's more of a division game. I mean, I, I feel like when we play Carolina, it's a division game, and there's intensity with that. And I'm sure it's the same with Atlanta. And then when we play Tampa Bay the same way. Um, we always Sean Payton of the Saints, breaking it down with him a little bit earlier today on Tuesday. Uh, series record. Uh, Coach Quinn uh, made a big deal out of last time. It was the 100th meeting of the two teams, and uh, it's actually the 101st, but, you know, hey, we weren't going to correct him. Uh, 100th uh, regular season meeting. They uh, also was a, there also was a playoff game. So the Falcons lead the series fifty-two to forty-eight in uh, one and zero in the playoffs. So there we go uh, uh, with regards to that um, the series record. The Falcons are on the upper hand here. Let's go to special teams coordinator Ben Kawika. Coach, um, last week we saw Jamal Carter uh, get the, um, after we spoke, uh, Jamal Carter get the Way Award where, you know, he um, had the kind of, you know, nice block on the punt return, you know, when that, you know, used to be a blindside hit and so forth. He got uh, lauded for that. Yeah, yeah, that whole group has done a, done a nice job. So we've seen uh, some improvement, not only, you know, a couple weeks ago uh, with the punt return that Kenyon had, but the block that uh, Chef had coming off the edge. And mm-hmm. uh, that's another technique that we've been working and a great compliment to Chef coming off. So uh, it's been encouraging to see, uh, you know, some plays in our phase of the game um, over the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, also with the um, – what did they do to control um, – uh, Barner uh, last week uh, he had the only eight well, yards the on the punt thing, return. Yeah, the first well, the kickoff first thing they did is they kicked out of the end zone, backs, so yeah. it's tough to return those. Um, but on the punt return side, Pinion uh, did uh, did a nice job of delivering the ball. Uh, I think there's one there we probably could have fair caught, but um, uh, they they've got two good perimeter guys that uh, Tampa did, and so uh, Pinion hit the ball pretty well with some hang time and, and distance, and so uh, we're just hoping to get some opportunities Thursday night. I have one more, Jason, if you don't mind. Um, I was just thinking about you getting Larkin ready to play on short notice. Uh, you know, he got 11 snaps, but yeah. you get him in on Saturday and you all have to you know, work yeah. pretty hard to get him up yeah, to speed. Yeah, so that's, that's one of the things in the special teams world. You know, you're always kind of putting the 
pieces of the puzzle together, right? Mm-hmm. So interchangeable parts, but uh, I love Larkin, a smart, um, hard-working guy. So uh, a credit to him to be ready to play, and uh, got some miles out of him. And so just a young player that uh, we're hoping to continue to develop. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Varner um, and wanted to get some returns for him. Van Morris did last time he played. He had, I think, two inside the 20. Um where does he rank in your eyes in the league when it comes to punters? Morstead, as far as punting, an excellent directional punter. Uh, Pro Bowl guy a few years ago does a nice job of getting the ball off and uh, can move it left and right. So um, so he's a quality punter. He's, he's up there and uh, has had a solid solid year this year. So uh, hopefully we get an opportunity. We had a nice one against him uh, uh, last time out for a little over 20 yards and such and blocked it up pretty good. So uh, if the opportunity is there, we'll, we'll make the most of it. That was Ben Kawika, the Falcons uh, special teams coordinator. Uh, since uh, we talked, uh, Austin Larkin has been waived. Uh, you know, defensive end who was up for some insurance. Uh, did get in the get on the field there. And a couple numbers breakdowns here from <clears throat> the tail of the tape. And also from the last game, there was a couple outliers. I talked to Coach Payton about it. The 143 yards rushing was uh, a season high for the Falcons against the uh, Saints. Uh, Falcons have been held to 60 yards or less in six other games. So uh, Devontae Freeman is supposed to be back. He at least went through the walkthroughs this week, but did dodge the media, so we couldn't ask him if he was back or at least how he felt or anything. So uh, I don't know if they're just playing roster roulette, making them get ready for Freeman when it'll be healing them, but we'll see on Thursday night. But, yeah, we uh, hope a whole group of media tried to get him to talk. Then he uh, did the training room thing, came back out, and then disappeared again. So they can barely say he was available, but uh, <clears throat> that's that situation. Michael Thomas had 152 yards receiving, no touchdowns. So he caught a lot of yards to nowhere. And, uh, you know, they didn't get in the end zone with it. So that'll be another uh, thing to watch in this game. Now, the rankings, we went over these last uh, time, and they nothing didn't change a great deal other than the Saints are on the verge of having a top 10 defense and everything. Uh, opponent points, they're 20.914. Total off total offensive yards, 321.3. Uh, tenth. Third rush defense, as I stated, 88.3 yards uh, a game. And then the uh, 14th with 232.7. Uh, 14. And, you know, what's the top 10 barriers, that's usually – that's the old Super Bowl marker before they came when they with all this old pass and stuff and the relaxed rules where you can't hit the quarterback and all the, throw the ball away and all that stuff. Now the Falcons, uh, you know, defensive numbers. You know, even the two games aren't going to climb much. They're in the bottom half and everything. Uh, you know, points twenty eight, yeah, twenty eight to twenty seven points a game. Uh, 26 at 376.3 yards of total offense, 109.9 rushing, 18th, and then 27th in pass defense at 266.4. So, uh, you know, the defenses will flip this game either one way or the other. Whether the Falcons can overachieve again uh, and shut down the Saints or whether the uh, Saints defense can go in there and do their job 
and shut down the Falcons. Now, the big dip turnover differential, we've been watching that. Uh, Falcons haven't been able to make much of a move. They got two last week and didn't do nothing with them. So, but they're minus eight for 27th in the league. And, uh, the Saints are plus eight, tied for fourth in the league. So they're pretty opportunistic. Uh, those New Orleans Saints, nine and two, they're chasing the uh, San Francisco 49ers for the number one seed in the uh, NFC. So they'll come in here with a, in a pretty bad uh, state of mind, especially given the fact the Falcons won the last one, and they, you know, they're playing for something. Whereas the Falcons are pretty much eliminated from the playoffs and are playing for pride. With that, we're going to head on out here. 164th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Thank Coach Sean Payton for uh, his help on the conference call today. I'm glad we were able to share that with you. And also thanks to Ben Kawika. The Falcon Special Teams Coordinator. His units are playing much better here. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Happy Thanksgiving. AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.